Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DeGorio, and I just want to sit, talk about something real quick, and that is Audible. What is Audible? I'm so glad that you guys asked. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audio books, ranging from bestsellers like Anne Rice, Stephen King, the list just goes on. Their whole entire catalog, when it comes down to their audiobooks, is just fantastic. If you're on, on the road and everything, and you want an audiobook, and you want to download it fast, go ahead, go to Audible. You're not going to regret it. They actually have a trial right now that you guys can actually jump on. You can actually go on ahead, go to the link, and it'll bring you up to that trial. And a matter of fact, every month, members actually get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection, and access to Daily News Digest from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs. Another thing, too, guys, that's not all they have. They also have, they also have, finish, if you actually want to go ahead and do some things to actually better yourself for 2021, they have stuff for that, too, like finishing more books or becoming a better parent, leader, or a person, how-to books which is something that everybody seems to grab onto a lot lately and everything else. So if you guys are actually looking for something to maybe better yourself for 2021, go on ahead, check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead, click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always, until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless. Hey, Mike. Hey, John. What's up, man? Oh, nothing much. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain. Same here. I'm excited about doing this episode with you again. Yeah, so, so am I. So am I. All right. So, hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show for tonight's podcast. I actually have Mike Perkins again with me tonight, and we're actually going to be reviewing The Sopranos Season 4, and, you know, I just want to say thank you to everybody that has been following us and when we're doing the Soprano reviews, it does mean a lot to us for us to be able to have some support when it comes down to these shows. And, you know, what better way than do season four? Yeah, absolutely. So first off, I just want to go on ahead and do a little recap before actually getting into season four, because we touched on it a little bit when it came down to Tony's Guma, which was actually um, the Mercedes dealer. Yeah, Gloria. Yeah. Gloria, yeah. And I forgot to mention the fact that she threw a piece of throws a piece of steak at him <laughs> yeah. and everything. Yeah, we, didn't, our, did, we right. didn't touch on that last time. We didn't touch on it too much, I don't think. Okay, okay, because that, that was funny when she hit him with that piece of meat. That was hilarious. You know what's funny though? That was actually that meat was actually supposed to be a sponge that they that she threw at him, like this big, huge, soaking sponge. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> well, get this—the actress who plays Gloria, she's like, I don't want to throw this at him or anything like that. It's not realistic enough or anything like that. So they actually did get a real steak, and actually thro- throws it at him. Oh, okay. Yeah, because so, it, it looked real for sure. <laughs> it really real. did. It, yeah. <laughs> And, you know, he's, of course, Tony's trying to get out of even being with her and everything else because he wants to be back with his family. He does not, he doesn't want to be there. As a matter of fact, he's actually bored with her 
and things like that. So Tony winds up leaving her, and then he leaves it up to Patsy to threaten her with a gun. Yeah. And tell and you know some people are saying well, Patsy was not the right person to actually threaten her. They should have sent maybe Christopher or someone else. But you can still be, uh, to me, you can actually still be intense without having to yell. You can actually have your voice up to a certain octave oh, to yeah. where you can actually I, feel threatening. Didn't he? Uh, he had a gun on him, didn't he? Didn't he pull a gun on her? And, and yeah, that's it. what yeah. I'm saying. Well, yeah, I yeah. Mean, it doesn't matter who you are. That's intimidating as shit. You got a gun pulled on. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, no. Exactly. <laughs> because matter. he said if you don't. And remember, they got very stockish in a way yeah. as well because she also gave a ride to Camilla and everything. Yeah. And he know, she knew where Tony lives. She had a chance to probably tell Camilla that he's actually banging her and everything, but she, right. but she doesn't. Right. So that leads up to season four pretty much. Even though that her character is dead, she was. did you know she was actually going to be a season re- regular at one time? Really? Yeah, but concern. Yeah, matter of fact, the actress that plays Gloria and everything, David Chase was going to have her as a regular, but he could never get in touch with her or whatever and stuff like that. So when he finally did, he goes, "Look, I have some bad news about Gloria." (laughs) So yeah, oh shit, because yeah. Uh, So, anyways, now we're going to go on ahead and get into season four. So the very first episode is called For All Depths Public and Private. Mm-hmm. And this is where Tony is actually getting mad at the crew for not kicking up to Junior. And Tony is trying to push his men harder to earn to help Uncle Junior with his legal fee- legal bills. Mm-hmm. Carmela also um, wants to know, too, where all the finances are going to so that she can invest in the stock market. Right. Tony tells Christopher that the police officer retiring was the one who killed his father. And so what do you think of that? All all that stuff actually combined I, into that. Honestly, I mean, I don't remember how I felt when I first watched it, but I know watching it now, um, that episode is kind of boring to me. You know, I know but, right. Um, now, what is interesting to me on that episode is the uh the whole thing about the cop that killed Chris's uh, dad or whatever, right. cause that it might not be him. Tony's just telling him that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it could be, he could be just saying that to him just for him to go kill this guy. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's just see, interesting to me that yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe it is, maybe it isn't the guy. You know what I mean? Exactly. Because I was thinking that too. I'm like, I think he's just bullshitting him just to see if Christopher would actually have the balls enough to kill somebody. Right, right. And then him, him that, using that right. about his father and everything, to me, was kind of shitty. You know, it was like... It was. Man. I mean, you know, but I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe it was the guy that killed him, but the way they let it up, the way it looked like it may not have been him. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. But I'm thinking, though, since we're actually getting a uh, Sopranos prequel and everything in the works with, uh, you know, not, Saints of... New Jersey or something like yeah. that that we're actually getting. Yeah. I think that I might actually dive into that, see if Tony was actually bullshitting him or not. Oh, that'd be cool. That would be really cool. Because that will answer a lot of our questions whenever it comes down to it, yeah. if he was actually just bullshitting or not. Right, right. But, you know, no one kicking up to Junior and Tony trying to push his, the men harder to earn for help for Uncle Junior, yeah. which is actually understandable. You want them to be able to earn, and I don't blame him for being mad or anything. The man has cancer. Not only that, 
but they're supposed to be earners and they're not even breaking away. And it also goes to show you too, during that time, we, they were, we were going to look through a little bit of a recession at that time too, yeah, yeah. during the, the, those Bush years yep. and everything. Right. So that's also another major factor. And it was even showing on the show itself. So therefore the finances are not as strong as they were whenever they started out. Well, you know, whenever the show started out three years ago, it shows the drop and decline in the whole entire finance situation right. with, the mob that's right so it affected the mob as well oh for sure for sure and then carmella wanted to do a stock market and everything and to me i mean getting into a stock market thing is very risky i don't blame tony for not wanting to do it yeah because tony knows that she don't know shit about it so why is he why does he want to invest his money and like you said during a recession and everything why why am i going to invest my money and that when you don't know what the fuck's going on (laughs) you know what i'm saying exactly So yeah i mean yeah I, i get it i totally get it Right, and I can understand from Camilla's viewpoint, though, too. She actually wants to be a good mother and stuff like that and be able to provide for her family as well. But at the same time, you need to invest in your stock smart and not dumb. Right. And you and, actually need to know what you're doing. And, and, and let's get it let's get it straight. She's not, want, she's not wanting just like 100 bucks or something. She's wanting quite a few thousand. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I, – I think it – I want to say like 20 grand yeah, or something it was, like it was that. something outrageous. It's like, yeah, no, I'm not <laughs> – you know, yeah, you want to you want to play with some stock market shit. I'm not giving you twenty grand. Sorry, right? <laughs> you know? But don't forget, a year ago in season three, she wanted to make Tony pay for college. Yeah, yeah. Pay, fork over forty eight thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean, to the college. She she seems to think that uh, the way he makes money is easy or something because <laughs> it's, it's it's really not. It's really not easy. It's really not. <laughs> Because think about it, you actually have to get the guys from the streets right. to yeah. pay up yeah. to you. And not to mention and sometimes not to mention it's very dangerous. <laughs> you know? Right. Like, Jesus Christ. He's just gonna give you yeah, no, he ain't gonna <laughs> give you that money. <laughs> exactly. So episode two is called No Show. This is actually where Christopher's appointed capo of Polly's crew because Polly's in prison. Yep. For a tail light, I believe, right? Yes. And then linked had, him up yeah. to I think he had a stolen gun. Yeah, it linked him up to a stolen gun that might have been part of a crime that was committed yep. and everything. So they're holding him in there for observation right. up until they can actually prove it or not. Right. Um, Patsy also resents Christopher and starts being shady towards him. And you can even tell at that dinner table at that a whole entire deal. Well, when they because, made him, yeah, when they made him uh, capo, he, he, you could look at Patsy and see that he was pissed. He was. And not only that, but Patsy also put him through hell whenever he said, you know, even though put, Tony put him put Patsy up to this whenever about the wire yeah. being in the FBI and everything. Yeah. But you can tell Patsy does not like Chris at all being part of the capo. Right. My favorite quote that Christopher actually says in this one is where he winds up saying, you know what? I can't wait to go ahead and get wings like Polly does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and who was it? Sill. He was talking to Sill when he said that. Yeah. Right outside of the restaurant, so, so just, I thought that yeah, was actually just gave him a look like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, and good. uh I thought that was actually pretty what? funny. Chris actually deserved to actually be a capo, to be honest with you. After all the things Absolutely. that Tony Absolutely. put him through, I mean, Tony put him through hell, man. You know. And also, too, I mean, even Tony drills him out after the fact with um after killing supposedly his father remember at the barbecue or whatever and he goes I, he goes i just hope that i'm worthy of being a capo and 
you know, Tony's like, why wouldn't you be worthy? Yeah. And I think in the back of Christopher's mind, though, is I'm number one, I'm a junkie <laughs> for starters. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you're putting me in. But I mean, yeah, like the way I'm looking at it is for four seasons that we watched it, you know, Chris didn't move up at all. And he was whacking no. so many people. I mean, he was doing so much shit for Tony and everybody else. And I mean, it was just to me, uh, he, he deserved to be capo for sure. He, he definitely yeah. did. And let's see here. And then, of course, uh, that's also too. Silvio suspects that Chris is starting to uprise his place in Tony's circle, which you can actually see. Uh, Tony, Tony, Patsy tells Chris about fiber optic cables. Yeah. <laughs> at the no show job. Yeah. And, you know, that's also too when, you know, Patsy winds up telling about that. And there's like a look in Patsy's eyes, like, hey, go in and take it and everything. And it can actually be used for money. And Chris, being the new guy on the block, Chris was just thinking, you know, about the money aspect of it and bringing money in to right. Tony and trying to earn his stripes That's with right. Tony. Yeah. He didn't, re- right. And he didn't realize that Patsy was playing him the whole time or anything like that. He's the new kid on the right. block. Of course, they're going to throw him through hell because he's the rookie of being, even though he was a made man, but he's also a rookie at being a capo. Yeah. So they're actually going to put him through 10 times hell trying to get sure. over on him. Yep. Um, then pa- Patsy tells Chris about the fiber optic cable. Chris tells Patsy that they can be. Uh, pa- Patsy tells them that they can be removed. Tony is actually angry at Chris for doing that, for stealing the cable, uh, for the fiber optic cable, because they're already on the FBI's watch right. list, and that just adds more yeah, fuel to the fire. Heat. That's all it is. Yeah. Right. And so, you know. After that, it winds up happening because it could bring, uh, like I said, Pete on them. Silvio and Patsy steal four tiles from the site. <laughs> and Chris drives to the site and has a violent confrontation with Patsy. Oh, yeah. Yep. Right. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? If that was Tony, he would not have brought Carmella to that site because Adriana was actually in that yeah. right. car. Yep. As well, and she's also being investigated by the FBI and yeah, everything, and, especially after the stuff that and, happened. And your wife or girlfriend or, or whatever should not be involved in shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's like that's a rule, and you know, in the mob, like they don't they, they they shouldn't be right there with them doing that kind of shit. Right, and now Adriana is actually seeing his viol- how violent they actually are up close and personal versus whenever you just see them yeah. at dinner. Right. Um. Also, too, in episode two, Christopher Adriana gets high and tries to get Danielle to fail him yep. up, which also leads into, like I said, it leads into episode two. She loses the case and has no choice but to tell Adriana that she's on the FBI, is an FBI agent. Before that, Adriana tells her that she had an abortion because at that point in time, she actually trusted, Adri- trusted her and everything. And that's pretty much that part. And then Ralphie tells a joke about Jenny Sachs, uh, Johnny Sachs' wife, yeah. about having a 96 mole removed from, from her ass. ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was funny. <laughs> I thought it was actually pretty funny as well. Did you know that was actually a fat suit that the actress was actually wearing? Really? really? Okay. Yeah. She was not even that big of a person or anything like that. It was just a fat suit that they were using. <laughs> Also, but, it's not so bad then. Yeah, when you laugh at it, she's not really fat, so it's all good. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> but according to Johnny, though, he's, he's best. Dead. Yeah, yeah, he's he's fifth for sure. <laughs> and I actually lo- like this episode well, a little forget, bit. Let's not forget not... that Johnny didn't hear that. You know what I'm saying? Somebody told right. Johnny that. Right. <laughs> right. Which is Polly, who That's was in right. jail, who heard it from Polly right. Junior. So it's so it's like a girl's like um I don't want to get ahead of myself when it comes down to Ralphie he goes but it is like a girls uh, gossip girl Absolutely. game where Sally told right. Susie Susie told Johnny and next thing you know it it's this big old That's huge right. thing. <laughs> <laughs> but you know Junior tell um so of course Polly Junior tells Polly Senior in prison and Polly Senior tells yep. Johnny from prison. Oh yeah, yep. <laughs> and uh, Johnny was not happy. But what do my question is this: Do you think that Polly was actually trying to join sides with the New York I mob? Think, with you know, that, or I, it looked like it. It damn sure looked like it. You know, I, I hate to say, it, as much as I love Polly, man, but he's a uh, he's kind of like a, a bandwagon person. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna he's gonna ride with whoever is you know. So even though he's a ride or die person, he's gonna do whatever he can for whoever he's with. But if he sees opportunity elsewhere, he's gonna take it. You know. Exactly, but not only that, but I can also feel like maybe Tony might have forgotten about him since he's in prison. Yeah, yeah. and that's kind of that man. That's also kind of the thing. It's like you know, when you go to prison, you just got to do your time, and it's you, you don't rely on the mafia. You have to, you know, fend for yourself in prison, and then when you get out, you, you're back to that life. You know what I'm saying? You are kind of forgotten when you go to prison, but they they should know that when they go to jail. You know, right? Because Tony is actually having to lamb it and everything, which is also slang for just laying right. low because of the FBI and right. stuff like that. So that's understandable why Tony would actually yeah, land it. See, and, but... and Pauly, being Pauly, he's not going to understand. He's going to be, you know, he's going to be Pauly. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's going to do the opposite of what exactly, Tony wants him to do. For sure. Okay, so this next episode for episode three is called Christopher for episode three and at first i thought this was episode was about christopher yeah. you know I, was, I thought it was actually about yeah, yeah. christopher since he actually just got right. capo but i for, but i forgot what the christopher columbus episode was actually named after so that's what this is actually yeah. named after so at the start of this we actually hear about the protests and everything with the christopher columbus parade of course that pisses off silvio it pisses off all the other gangsters all except furio because furio goes i never liked it <laughs> Uh, he goes, I never done elected the uh, Christopher yeah, Columbus. Yeah. And he spits on the ground. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if I'm not mistaken, I, I, may, I may be wrong, but if I'm not mistaken, I think that was actually going on at that time. I think people were, you know, having like, uh, not riots, but like strikes, protests and shit about Columbus at that time. If, if I'm not mistaken, I might be wrong. I don't remember. Uh, to be honest with you, that came out during the era that you and I were yeah, in high school. Yeah, so it's like, but I, I vaguely remember seeing stuff like that on TV, but I might be wrong. It might be one of those made-up memories just from seeing the show so many times, you know? Right, but I might actually have to look into that yeah, now, yeah. now that you it's, actually mentioned just, that. You know, it's, it's like but, a vague memory. Like, I feel like something like that happened. I don't know. I might be wrong. Yeah. Right. But also, too, that's when also Silvio already... <laughs> And all of them go down to the Christopher yeah, Col- uh, Columbus which was parade. Great. <laughs> and, it was just fantastic. Right? <laughs> and of course, there's also a big thing of Christopher Columbus being yeah. hung. Yeah, they, yeah, they didn't too. care for that. So he goes, get that fucking thing down. <laughs> <laughs> and so 
and also ha- not to mention Cassie was involved in that yeah. as well. Yeah. And but Pauly Jr. got the uh, worst of it though, because he actually got a beer bottle slung to yes, his he head. Did. Yeah. And then Artie was such a pussy and everything. He just went on ahead, ran into the car, and locked the door. <laughs> but in the beginning, when it's all you know, everybody's talking about doing it. He's all acting tough and shit. Now, Artie's hilarious. He's funny right. with that shit. <laughs> he is. He. We're gonna get into him in a minute. Yeah. Though so when we go into the other episode where he actually borrows money from yeah. Tony. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but. Let's see here. Then let's see. Uh, they plan a protest against the parade. Bobby's wife Karen passes away after a car yep. crash, and this is also where Bobby doesn't realize that he passed up Karen's uh, car on the interstate, and he's stuck in traffic. And his son calls him up. He goes, "Hey, mom wants to know if you can get some pasta bajul or whatever it is that he, you know that he, she wants him to pick up." And he goes, "Well, you know, your mom's a real pain in my in the you know what." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he feels bad, and also, right, and also too, she just left seeing Carmela. Karen just left from seeing Carmela and that because of the whole deal ordeal with uh, Father Phil. Yeah, yep. yep. With the with the Italian woman that was talking bad about <laughs> uh, the Italians, yep. about the Italian woman, everything, and be, and stuff like that, and just low grading them because of who they are. <laughs> yeah, that father. That father feels something else, isn't he? <laughs> he is. He's like, you know what? I'm going to make them feel really guilty and shitty about what they're doing. So I'm going to go ahead and invite this person that is a woman who's speaking about women who are married to yeah. the mob. <laughs> so basically, you had two different fronts actually fighting. You actually had the Italian uh, women fighting against this woman that was speaking out, that was pissed off, and then you also have the men who are fighting in a protest against Christopher yeah. Columbus. Yeah. Well, fighting for That's Christopher right. Columbus. That's right. Yeah, this was. They were all but, up. <laughs> all of. Uh, also, too, uh, this is also the episode where Janice winds up ending the relationship between Ralphie and her. Yeah. And at first, you know, she's actually loving it because of the fact, you know, when you're having an affair, you're actually loving the suspense of maybe getting caught. And then once you get caught or once the flame is not there anymore, that's it. It's it's pretty much dead. And that's exactly what happens Mm -hmm. here. Yeah. And also, also Janice is starting to see her opportunity to uh, to jump in there with Bobby because uh, because Karen. Right. Right. Um, we're going to get to that yeah. in a minute, too, because I want to talk yeah. about that. But, you know, Janice also shoves a dildo up Ralphie's ass. <laughs> yeah, let's not forget that. <laughs> right? That goes into some of the kinks that he's actually t- going to be getting into for this right. season. Because we actually find out some more stuff that actually happens. Yeah, that little freak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody's thinking that maybe Ralphie might have been a clo- closet gay that never really uh, came I think out. he was just a freak, man. Just a freak. Just I think a so wild too. Freak. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking because not only that, but even uh, Richie wasn't the best person either. Sticking a gun on uh, no, he was into some weird. He Janice's was into some head. Weird too. Uh, Janice is just in right. some weird. And Janice actually needs Bobby. You know, <laughs> she right? Needs a break from that fucking crazy. And thing. more than she thinks she does. Yes. You know, she needs some normalcy, sure. which I think For is sure. why too she goes yeah. after him because. Bobby is the more gentle person right, out of the mob. Right. He's like a teddy yeah, bear. For sure, for sure. 
And, you know, I can understand that. But at the same time, Janice needs to respect Bobby's boundaries. So, too. Um, But anyways, my favorite thing that happens is they're still pissed off about this whole entire situation with the Christopher Columbus parade. To the point where they actually got Ralphie, of all people, to sit in the waiting room where this uh, police, uh, to where this uh, Native American chief is at. And talks. Yeah, like you said, Ralphie of all people. (laughs) Right. Professor Del Red Clay is what it is. And so, anyways, he actually gets. uh, uh, Let's see here. It was actually Professor Del Red Clay was actually the professor. But publicizing the fact Iron Eyes Cody, a popular Native American, is an actual Italian American instead of a Native American. And that's, that puts that's actually, a whole that's entire... Real. That's real. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that. I knew that was actually real. I remember my mom actually telling me about that. Yep. And everything. Because I remember watching that film that he was actually in. Yep. But I remember the after he leaves, the professor goes and looks at his daughter. He goes, you didn't tell me this? Because I didn't know yeah. this happened. Right. <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> and then uh, after that one ends up happening... An actual tell, um, Tony appeals to Ron Zillman, who's assemblyman, an Indian chief, to convince Red Clay to cancel the protest. Although this fails in the chief's, um, in the chief and Tony and his crew to his. They, well, this is also when he gets the invite to the casino, yeah. and everything too. Which was actually funny because of the fact that he was just doing it as a way to actually ask for a favor, which is to get some singers into That's right. the casino. Yeah. It was something to benefit him rather right. than benefit right. Tony. Because even Tony yeah. actually says that too. Um, but yeah, so both... Um, let's see here. Protests and occur without the mob both sides, the Native American and the Italian uh, side of things, the protests mm-hmm. occur without them, which uh, upsets yeah. Silvio. <laughs> because remember in the, on the car ride home, Silvio yeah. is still pissed off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember what he said. Do you have any lines that he said from that part? I don't remember. I, I, it was funny. I know it was funny. Well, well, Tony goes, what's, what's up with you with that big puss on your face? Uh. Is what he says, and so goes. We should have been there because you just found out about it. You were having fun just yeah. a few minutes ago inside the casino, not worrying yeah. about this shit. And here you are. Was it? I think so. Was driving, wasn't he? And he goes, and that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So was because yeah, I can remember him behind the steering wheel, like being pissed looking. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then that's also too when he said, "Whatever happened to the strong, silent type?" That's right, Gary Cooper. Yep. That's what Tony says to him. He goes, Gary Cooper was a fictional character. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, he may not have been like right. that in real life. Because you know <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> so at that point, my favorite thing is for all in my favorite quote that he actually, this is between Christopher and him. Uh, because remember whenever he said, for all, uh, Sylvia goes, for all we know, Christopher Columbus oh, could be gay. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> and Christopher, Christopher is drunk off his ass. And he says, wait, Christopher Columbus was gay? And Tony's like, no. 
<laughs> he's getting a- irritated yeah. with the both of them. It's like he's talking to children. And then, <laughs> right. <laughs> and then the other thing I like that he winds up saying is this. He goes, Christopher Columbus happened so long ago, he might as well have been a, yeah, a story. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's. And not only that, but he also makes this another thing that he actually mentions is the fact that Tony forcefully argues with Silvio that his his achievements came through his own abilities and not because he's an Italian American. He scorns at the idea that everyone belongs to a victimized group. And then, of course, we also talk about Father Phil. Uh, the Sopranos and Libertazzi families meet over a meal. Johnny speaking for Carmine, who is present, demands a share of the profit, and Tony made from Junior's, which he brought uh, bought and quickly turned around. Tony agrees, but mummers, somebody's talking too much and it's co- costing me money. Johnny is furious, hostile towards Ra- uh, Ralphie, and yep. Ralphie doesn't know why. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Oh, right. Yeah. Ralphie uh, made a joke about old Johnny, Johnny's wife. <laughs> right. And he's like, and Ralphie is just playing it off though because he doesn't well, actually yeah. know what happened or whatever because as far as he knows that they were the only ones in that room that actually knows about the joke so they figure he figures so that he's, nobody he's really thinking, like why the hell is he all pissed off at me like well, well i didn't do anything and he doesn't he doesn't realize that he's the one who made the joke about you know his old lady <laughs> yeah right and then we have episode four the weight which is actually one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, you, you have to refresh me. What? Okay, Johnny is still furious over yeah. Ralphie's comment and comment about Johnny's wife. He savagely assaults a member of Ralphie's crew who he happens to be laughing and Johnny is thinking that the crew member right. is talking about him. Tony confronts him. He blames his anger about uh, anger, but says... He loves this, uh, loves his, well, basically, he's just saying robust woman. Right. His robust right. wife. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so, yeah. You know, that's just, you know, Johnny just loves his wife and he just wants people to respect him and his wife, just that's respect right. his wife yeah. in general. Which, no, you know, I, totally, I can I, understand yeah, I totally that, though. You they know? should not have, Ralphie should have never made the joke. It, it, it was fucked up, it was uh, uncalled for, you know? It was. It was definitely out of line, but even on season three, they were making cracks about yeah, his wife. They were. And then Johnny walks in while they're laughing and goes, what's so funny? And see, uh, nothing. <laughs> right. And the thing is, is it should have never got back to Johnny. It shouldn't have. You know, they, they were they were busting balls. They no. were, you know, just fucking around. And uh, and and what's his name? Paulie Jr. went over there and told Paulie, which he should have never done. He sh- they shouldn't have left the circle, period. You know? No, right. it should have just stayed right there. But you know, Paulie Jr. being, being as young son. as he is, <laughs> you know, let's be honest, he ain't gonna. Right, he's son. gonna do. No, oh, he's a sure. splitting image yeah, of Paulie sure. if you actually think Definitely. about it. He's even, he's even starting to go gray a little uh, bit. So, <laughs> you know, right, you can actually see yep, the grayness yep. on top of his he's hair. Great. So he doesn't that's, have the wings; he just has hair, right. yeah. <laughs> gray hair. <clears throat> But, and then on Tony's instructions, Ralphie phones Johnny to try to make peace. And I remember the drill that he gave Ralphie. 
He said, do not apologize. He does not know who, you know what I'm saying? You have right. nothing to apologize for. he don't know said it. He don't know. But, right, and it cannot be proven because it's one, right. one person's word against the other as well. So Tony's just like saying, look, don't say anything. Don't apologize and stuff like that. And even Ralphie at first is saying, you know what, man? Just tell me who it was. And, and I'll put him inside his fucking head phone, and it'll right? be over with. Yes. <laughs> right. This, yeah. Because Tony's sitting right yeah. next to him. This is before the sit-down. Because they actually had two or three sit-downs before it actually and it plays escalated out to a just like point. an argument you would have if you were a teenager. You know what I'm saying? If you were a kid. You know? That's the way right. they are. That's their mindset. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. true. That's yep. very like true. I didn't think about that. Friends. You know? That's what it is. <laughs> right. And that's what I actually laugh about this, though. So Ralphie winds up telling him, and it reminds me of Adam Sandler's uh, Billy Madison when the little kid is trying to, when he's yeah. trying to see if the yeah. teacher's actually <laughs> into him. Name? Veronica Vaughn. And then Vaughn the kid, yeah. right, Veronica Vaughn. And he's the little kid is just asking her all kinds of questions. And then finally it came down to one of the questions that he wasn't answering right. And then all of a sudden he goes, well, uh, Tommy, some people are more more mature than um, grown-ups yeah. are more mature than Billy. And then Billy turns around, well, goes, well, I'm grown up. <laughs> and then he hangs up the phone and he goes, and then, blew it. <laughs> blew it. And that's exactly yeah. what Tony was doing, basically sure. did. So, <laughs> because Tony goes, you fucking idiot. You blew this whole He's entire thing. He's got his hand thing. on his head and he's like, ah. He's <laughs> <was> like, fuck. <laughs> right. Because, you know, at first, Ralphie's actually playing into it because he's like, okay, tell me who it is, and I'll put a bullet in his fucking head myself and be done with it. Then, of course, Johnny not doing what they were doing, the reverse psychology that they were trying to do. Ralphie decides, okay, maybe I should apologize. Because, wait, I thought you said that you weren't, that you didn't say it. I didn't. Then why are you apologizing for something that you didn't say? So you did say (laughs) it. Exactly. And that's what. So. Yeah. So he's contradicting that's why I'm himself. Saying it's like like kids like going at it. You know what I'm saying? Like the the way they're playing it out is just like something teenagers would do. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so this is actually where things get a little bit rough yeah. <laughs> on this yeah, episode. I would say. <laughs> um, Ralphie apologizes. Johnny takes this as an admission of guilt and it angers him more. Johnny asks Carmine to allow a hit on Ralphie. He refuses. There are two sit-downs. Of one of the sit-downs, Ralphie is not present. But Johnny walks out saying, I cannot be right. in the same room with this man. But another thing, though, too, is I, my favorite thing that I thought that was actually funny was Uncle June was in one of those meetings and it was him and I want to say it was Johnny and Ralphie were all together in that room. I'm not sure. Maybe it might have just been Ralphie, Carmine, and Tony. And then having a meeting with Uncle June yeah, over I the phone. So. But but what was funny, though, was Uncle June was dressed in a, in a suit. Yeah. Like, he was actually yeah. there in a yeah, meeting. It was just a conference call <laughs> over the phone. <laughs> but, of course, you know, um, uh, so... You know, Uncle June asked Johnny, goes, okay, what was the joke? He said, Jenny had to get a 90-pound mole (laughs) removed from her ass. And Uncle June goes, I don't get it. (laughs) So they actually had to explain the joke. 
that Johnny doesn't even want to talk about in the first place. So uncomfortable. <laughs> right? And he's like, yeah, it is insulting, but at the same time, but it's not to enough to actually over. right to whack somebody over. But although he does agree with Johnny on one thing, he said, back in your day, Junior, people would have actually been killed over this. Now, it's just a laughing stock because of people just making money. And he even acknowledges that when with Carmine. He goes, again, well, with the that, fucking yeah, money? Yeah. It's like, <clears throat> over money, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, this isn't the old days anymore, you know? So if we're going to make money, we're not going to whack this guy because he said something about your wife. You know what I mean? Because he's a good earner, you know? Right. So I get it. So, so and I then you know my I mean? favorite I thing is why they oh. don't want to whack him. Right. I, I totally get it because money's going to come first. Right. Exactly. And Ralphie's Ralphie a big sure. earner. Ralphie earns, well, not only does he earn for Tony, but he also earns for, um, but he also earns for uh, New York yeah. as well. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He earns for both sides. Yeah. So I thought that was actually pretty funny. Uh, but Johnny asked Carmine permission to whack Ralphie. He says no, that he will sh- shake Ralphie down for $200,000. Yeah. And Johnny responds angrily and says, does he get to fuck her for a million? <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> and I understand he's raging and he's mad, but the delivery of that line makes oh, me laugh every single time he says it. <laughs> So Carmine hints that Johnny can be killed to Silvio uh, to uh, to Tony. So of course they go. So of course this is when Tony tells Christopher and Silvio about Uncle Ju- someone that Uncle Junior knows. And these guys are old. Like these are like old school, <laughs> old people. Yeah, nursing yeah. home level old. <laughs> oh, for sure. If you actually think about it, <laughs> and. You know, he's like, well, you know, for this much money, we can go ahead and bash somebody over the head with a baseball bat, and therefore they won't even know who he is. We can do that just like we did that back in the day. No, we just want a simple <laughs> whacky. Like, it's like we don't need it all fancy <laughs> like that. Just a simple, just a simple one. <laughs> like yeah, you're throwing right. them a party or something, you know? So at that point, though, too, Johnny also hires a hit. At the same time that Tony's doing a hit, and so, of course, they wind up doing a hit on uh, Johnny winds up doing a hit on Ralphie, and Ralphie is in the elevator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hello. Yep. Okay. Okay. And my that's my other favorite thing though. He, Ralphie didn't realize he was staring death. No, he had no idea. Yeah. He was high as a kite, though. Yeah, as he well. was. He in was. a speedo, of all things. <laughs> now, now I'm picturing Ralphie in a uh, speedo. So... <laughs> you're, well, you're very welcome. Yeah, I'm right. sorry that I gave you that image, by the way. But, you know, Johnny uh, is going to go to Boston to visit his father at this point. This is also, too, where the whacking mm-hmm. is supposed to take place in Boston. Far away from Jersey to where he has, where they have no connection at, at whatsoever as right. who would actually whack Johnny. And at the same time, Johnny arranges Ralphie to be killed in Miami, where he's say, saying that 
Um, so therefore, you know, that's whenever I told yeah. you that he's actually <laughs> they face were in the to face same with a killer. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the Asian dude is just staring him up yeah. and down. And all of a sudden, he gets the call. And was you sure? I'm right here. And I think Ralph can was I can do it right going, here. Wasn't he? He was kind of looking at the guy like, "What the fuck is you? What are you staring at?" You know? Yeah. Right. Especially when he said, yeah. "Well, I want half." Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And then even Ralphie at that point is like, right, okay, right. what does he mean by half? <laughs> and then Johnny returns home because he forgot something and finds Jenny yeah. eating junk food. That's right. Because, re- because remember, he also says Jenny works so hard on her weight and everything. She does the Atkins. She makes sure that she's weighing her food. And then here she is, a big old huge yes, thing of Butterfingers, Snicker bars. <laughs> Yeah, she's got the whole entire stash there. And that's when, uh, of course, Johnny is like, what the fuck? After all, after everything I did. And he's more pissed off at the fact that he was defending right, her because she, than anything. Because he realized that which she's is also, actually trying. You know what I'm saying? She's not. She's acting like she wants to lose weight, right. but she's not trying. You know, so he's about to have a guy whacked over that shit. Right. You know? Exactly. And then... This is also the episode where Meadow uh, joins the center to help underprivileged people. Carmela, well, Tony is actually a- mad at the fact that she changed her major over to from pediatrician to doing yeah. that, to being yeah. part of the law. So now we have Pio Mai for episode five. Do you want to open this one up, uh, or do you have anything on that one? Well, this is actually, is this the, I can't remember exactly what Pio Mai is. I mean, I know it's, uh, Let's see. Okay, I know. I, I, it's actually yeah, I know it's about the horse, but Ralphie's I horse. I don't want to jump too far ahead. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, okay. I'll I'll talk it through. Uh, this is actually where Adriana realizes that Crazy Horse is being used for Tony in his cr- cruise business, and realizes the club isn't her yep. own. So you have that going on, especially whenever uh, Vito breaks her chair in her office. There's a lot of stuff going on inside that area, especially whenever you look at Chris. And once again, Chris is actually bringing in a lot of the problems and everything else and everything that he's not supposed yeah, to be bringing drugs in. Drugs and everything else, right. Because, right, right. No. So, yeah. So, there's that. And then no. the FBI. No, go ahead, go ahead, including, go ahead. Oh, what's that? Ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Then also, too, the FBI handlers, including Robin, are pressing for information. They tell her that Christopher is associated with dangerous criminals, and she can she can help him. They uh, also doubt that Richie and Pussy is in the witness protection program. Oh shit! That's right. Uh, Richie was also in there. Uh, Christopher. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's right. So. Remember, even the FBI says, well, we have no reclamation right, right. of that at all. So you actually have that going on. And then, of course, you know, Christopher Heroin oh, yeah. is actually getting worse at this point because he's using almost every single day. Right. He feels like he has to get a hit. And before it used to be where he used to be really angry. Now it's getting to the point where yeah. it's an everyday yeah. occurrence. For sure. You know, and then Tony is refusing to sign the life insurance trust. Uh, Carmela proposes, having been advised, it's too much in her favor. 
she receives a stock tip when he comes up yeah. with the money and it's too late. So another thing though too is I remember that whole entire life insurance policy thing. If you actually remember, you know, he said, well, if you, his lawyer said this to Tony, um, that if anything happens to you, if you're in prison or anything like that, that can actually end up being worse for you because all the assets right. go to her. Nothing goes to you or anything like that. It benefits Camilla more than it benefits you. So that's, that's why right. he's actually dragging his feet about it. And then Janice, now this is where Janice actually is insinuating uh, herself into yeah. Bobby's family. And, you know, I have to say one thing, though. I respect Carmella for yeah, what she, she did. Does. She stood up for Bobby. Because she said, because she even told Uncle yep. June, all you care about is yourself and everything and what you're going through in court and things like that. Right. Bobby just lost his wife. You need to give him a little bit of a break. And then here comes Janice telling the That's opposite right. of yep. what Carmella did. Yeah. Yeah, you got to give it up for uh, you know on that one, for sure. <laughs> because, I mean, that was something that I was not expecting from Carmella to actually do that, which I thought that yeah, was really good sure. that she did. Um, then, of course, this is also where Ralphie's horse Kyoma wins ask. the race. It, it was and, Ralphie's horse first, and then doesn't he he get he gives it to Tony, right, or sells it to him, trades it to him? I can't. Well, remember. Get, I can't remember. I'm going to tell you. Okay, okay, I can actually talk you through that one. Um, Pio Mai and Ralphie shares his pretty much Ralphie shares his winnings with Tony the first time because he actually gave uh, Ralphie some insight on how to actually hold back the horse and which you know which is actually fair he, because if it wasn't for Tony he wouldn't right. have won that first right. run or anything like that but I also feel like too Tony's also being pressured from Carmelo so I think that also has a lot to do why with why he uh pressured on Ralphie a lot more Yeah, when it came down to his winning. Because, you know, it was all about finances with Carmella. So, him asking for the earnings wasn't so much of, you know, paying up to him. It was just the fact that he saw a chance to actually take money from Ralphie and that's pretty much what happened. So, there was that. And so after the second time of Pio Mai winning and everything, that's when he Tony holds out his hand again. And that's when, of course, uh, he gives Tony the whole entire yeah. winnings, yeah. all his winnings. And you oh, can tell he, that he he's hesitant. You can tell he doesn't want to give that up. Yeah. And then Tony speaks as though yeah. the horse belongs to him. And Ralphie, this also yeah. gives a sour taste in Ralphie's mouth, you know? And that's also what resents the expense of everything else. So the vit- the veterinarian bills pile up on on him, and the night Pio Mai is sick, the vet calls Ralphie, and he passes, and of course, he passes the vet, uh, the vet, right. uh, vet to over to Tony. So he gives the, uh, the vet Tony's number. And then, of course, is when Kyomai yeah. winds up being okay. The horse and everything while the horse is sick and shit like that. Yeah. So Tony actually ends up really right. caring about the horse. So, yeah. 
Right, which I, I can understand. I'm glad that, you know, Tony actually has a soft right. spot for right. animals, yeah. as you can see with the ducks and everything else. And that's a big thing for him. If they're not taken care of, if the animals are not getting taken right. care of, he's going to find that's a right. way to take care of them. Yeah. Because of the responsibilities. Um, so this next one is not really one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. It's Everybody Hurts. Yeah. This is the one that I was telling you about with the uh, teenage kid, with uh, AJ's friends at the opening scene where we actually see... Uh, them just talking and talking about their about, of course, AJ's dad, mm-hmm. Tony, and everything about being in the mob, and also it goes into detail about the differences between everyday life yeah. for average people compared to them, who actually has money and if they could actually survive, right, right, being Which just an average person. <laughs> They're all spoiled, yeah, right, exactly. Because even AJ uh, says that on the way over to into New York, whenever he thought he was actually going to get uh, to be in the city where his sister is yeah. and use yeah. the apartment to have sex with the girl. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> with his girlfriend. And he said he was just looking down on on average people and everything and saying, you know, here we are with our maids, with our big houses, and here they here these everyday people Right. And they don't have right. anything like we do. So I like the fact that it was actually called to action for him on that part where he's actually comparing the two and realize how right. how blessed he right. really is for if sure. you think about it. And then Car- Carmela tells Tony that Gloria yes. died. Yeah, that's right. And then also that also sets him off and yeah. goes over to the yeah. Mercedes dealership. Now, how did she, uh, did she, how, did she get in a wreck? I don't remember. She hung herself. That's right. No, Jesus she Christ, hung herself. I forget that. She can... Yeah, that's right. She hung herself. Right. Yeah, she winds up hanging herself. Tony feels guilty because the last time he yep. saw her was when she threw the stake at him. And so that's why I want to do a recap because I didn't really yeah, feel like didn't... that we actually. Yeah, we talked about her, her, uh, Gloria that much. Yeah. So I'm glad that I actually did a little recap yeah. before this Don't one because they, it actually ties in with this. And on, the, on that episode, like, that's what it was. Tony's that's imagining her being yeah, hung. That's right. Okay. It was in that dream sequence. Because remember when he's actually kissing her boot, tits and everything, and he goes, and she says, "Do you like this, Tony?" And then she goes, what about this? And it's the, it's she removes the scarf from yeah. her neck. Yeah. It's a real, right. But you know what's uh, funny though? The Mercedes dealership and everything he goes to. He goes over there to ask about her, mm-hmm. about if Gloria was still around and everything because she showed him a good car yeah. and everything else and she was a good salesperson. But I remember the confrontation that her and him butted heads at that Mercedes dealership and I'm actually surprised right. nobody yeah. remembers actually, him. There was a big scene in there, right? Yeah. Right. Because they were, because remember, he was telling Gloria right. to right. stay the fuck he away from his family. against the wall, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. He slams her up against the wall, tells, tells her to stay yeah. away from him, hell, uh, from his family. Not, not only that, that, but we, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's what I'm wondering. Not unless it's actually a year later. Maybe they got yeah, some other still, de- uh, dealers, but still, 
there has to be at least yeah, one, sure. one person yeah, on the board actually knows. Or some shit like that, I'm not going to forget a face. <laughs> you know, for sure. Right. But that's something that I found yeah, that was kind of odd about that episode. About that part. That, you know, they, they didn't think anybody would realize that. <laughs> right. But then another thing that I thought that was funny, well, not so funny, but he goes back over yeah. to uh, see Melfi. Yeah. And of course, Tony's actually drinking. And he goes over there. So, how's business going? Everything's going good? Everybody's all honky dory? Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, How's Gloria doing oh, yeah. these days? Yep. And then, next thing you know, he knocks over the tissue and, uh, box and, like he normally does. From the first episode to now, he, uh, he hasn't been seeing the therapist, right? He hasn't been seeing Melfi. No, because remember, in the third season, him right. and Gloria were playing yep. hooky the whole entire time, playing Melfi yep. and everything, too. Yep. And he, she knew that they were both lying yeah, to her. Right. And everything. And he okay. also called her a quack job, too, that doesn't care about her patients, which also right. makes Melfi really right. pissed off at him for even insinuating it. Um, then, of course, uh, Artie asked uh, Ralphie for fifty thousand dollars to yeah. go into business with yep. John Philippe, and I have to laugh at this episode though a little bit with uh, with Artie though. Yeah, because he acts like oh, he's he a always, mob. That, that's what I was laughing about uh, about the he's... whole Columbus thing, man. He acts tough, <laughs> but he ain't tough. <laughs> right, that's, that's not him. That's not his no, thing, man. Not at all. <laughs> because he goes, "Gee, John Philippe, that's yeah. a that's a lot of roll." And Jean Philippe is like, "What are you talking about? That's a lot of roll." Yeah. He goes, "You know, uh, Rolodex, <laughs> roll." And next thing you know, it there's some problems that winds up happening with the deal between Jean Philippe and him because he was actually supposed yeah. to get some type of wine in for him for Artie overseas, which also cost for the shipping for the crates and everything else, which would actually yeah. equal up to about fifty k probably. But then Tony asked him, why didn't you come to me? He goes, oh, I didn't know if I should or not. But at this point, Ralph, and matter of yeah. fact, he already yeah. wants to kill himself. Yep. Yeah, he was depressed. And everything, too. Because he knows that Tony right. would yeah. kill him if he didn't That's pay right. him back. And he was, uh, I believe he was drinking at that time, too. And yeah, yeah right. he was doing pills and drinking. He wakes up in the hospital. Tony's there, and he goes, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" He goes, "Tony, I can't pay you. I can't pay you back or anything like that." And he goes, "You must have saw this a mile away." And you know what? That goes back into season yeah. two with the degenerate gambler and everything too, because he ever actually says oh, yeah. that too. He goes, "You saw oh, yeah. this coming," and in a way. With the and, store and, closing, know, they never really. You saw the same thing. They never really say whether or not he did see it coming. You know what I'm saying? They it's like they kind of insinuate that maybe, but I think he did. I think he saw it coming. You know, to, with with Artie. With Artie or with the, uh, I can see it. I think I can see him seeing it, yeah, but at the same time, friend, but, that's actually uh, his friend. See, that, that, that's and the also, other thing, like you know how we always talk about, you know, Tony's actually really a bad person. And just because it's his friend, that don't mean shit when it comes to right. money. You know, when, when it comes with Tony, with money, money's no. always going to come first. And, you know, even though we love Tony to death, you know, we love 
watching him and, and, you know, we look up to him because he's whatever, but he's a bad guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I think he, I think he saw it coming and he took advantage, you know? Right. He saw it coming, but not only that, but if you actually think about it like this, the only reason why he didn't well, kill because, yeah, because Artie like or do anything to Artie because, well, that, but also, too, he's the also still guilty yeah. over burning the right. his uh, restaurant. And even Artie said, you can have the restaurant. Right. He goes, I don't want the fucking restaurant. <laughs> right. So I think there's a lot of guilt and shame there because of that. Also, too, John Philippe also beats the hell out of Artie whenever he confronts <laughs> yeah. him about the money. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing that makes me laugh about Artie, though, is he's wearing a turtleneck black sweater <laughs> with a leather jacket <laughs> to insinuate like he's yeah. like a mobster coming over there. He goes, hey, hey, uh, John Philippe, what got the what? Yeah. Which means, uh, what's the matter? <laughs> He goes, what's got the what? He goes, um, no, no talk, no phone. And he, he goes, nice nice I'm like, what? so now you, yeah, <laughs> which would never Shit, have no. come out of Tony's mouth. <laughs> he's impersonating yeah, things that he's right. seen yeah, yeah. on MTV Cribs or something like that. <laughs> right, right, but. Yeah. That, that episode made me laugh a little bit. It's not the strongest episodes of the season. It, it's yeah, actually more of a sure, filler episode sure. if you actually but think about all it. All in all, it was still a good episode, but it just wasn't. But, it didn't come close to the other ones, you know? No. But we're going to skip around okay. a little bit since we're actually scraped for time a little bit. So there's actually, if people actually want to watch the show, they can actually watch it without us breaking everything down. But we're going to go on ahead and get into, let's see, do you want to do the season finale part? Or do you want to, was there something uh, that you mainly well, wanted to talk about Ralphie as far attacked. as, let's okay. go, yeah. yeah, let's talk about Ralphie getting whacked. And I forgot what episode that it comes on. And matter of fact, there's also another thing where Chris that, sits that on yeah. Adriana's dog. <laughs> I want to get to that too. So we'll talk about that and then okay. we'll okay. start wrapping it up a little bit. Uh, because Anchor only allows me to record okay. for an hour, so therefore I have That'll to invite work. you again I guess to finish we'll get it into off. the dog first. Though. So, okay. Well, let's go into the whacking first, because I think the whacking... Well, also, too, I wanted to talk about the other thing, though, with which also involves Christopher, though, too, with going to AA uh, yeah. for the intermission. Yeah, there's still a good bit of stuff I want to touch on. <laughs> uh, we, can, we can talk about a lot of this on the next episode, too, if you want. Right. Okay. Okay, we can definitely do that because I'm having fun oh, watching season great. four. Uh, There's yeah, just so much sure. stuff. So we might actually do part two okay. of talking That'll... season four versus yeah, just right. doing diving into season five. You know, because there's a yeah, lot that I want to digest into. To be honest yeah, with you, yeah, season four and five are my two yeah. favorites. So okay. what we'll do is, I have an idea. We'll break into talking about the whacking uh, of Ralphie. Richie. Yeah. Not not Richie, but um, Ralphie. And then after that, we'll pick up next week okay. with uh, Adriana's That'll dog. Work. That'll work. Okay. So we'll, li- <laughs> yeah, right, so we'll right. leave it off on a little <laughs> cliffhanger. <laughs> so, 
Okay, so Ralphie has been working under uh, Tony's skin for a while. And everything between beating up the stripper, between him not paying the vet bills for Pyomai, and then finally, it took him to whack Ralphie and everything because he supposedly, without any proof or anything like that, that he ended yeah. up killing Pyomai. Yeah. And what really, t- like, what really pissed Tony off is when they were arguing... Uh, Ralphie was like, it was just a fucking horse anyway. You know what I'm saying? It was like, so what? You know, like, even if I did do it, so what? It was just a fuck. And then Tony right. exploded. <laughs> he got pissed. Because at that point, Tony believes that he did burn down the staple, but also, too, you can't help but think yeah. that Ralphie did yeah. that as well. Because if you think about yeah, it, he, did. he yeah. got tired of hearing Almost about like Pyomai he was a little jealous and like, everything. in a weird way. <laughs> you know? Well, he was the well, it was true. his. Well, he also gave his own horse away, so he got tired of well, yeah, Tony yeah. winning his winnings and everything else. So yeah, the best right. thing to do about to it is just it, to burn right. it down, right. to, in his perspective, yeah. and kill the horse. Right. And well, anyways, Tony knocks on his door, and you know he's making They're eggs making every eggs. single so time when someone's eggs, about to get whacked. They always make eggs. Away. Get them out of there. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so he confronts him. He goes on his door. And he goes, "So I just came back from the staple from Pio Mike. Oh, really? What what happened?" Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Did you kill the fucking horse?" He goes, "What are you talking about, Tony?" He goes, "He goes, it was just a fucking horse." He goes, Next thing you know, it Tony I mean, just they explodes, strangles him. <laughs> he sprays him with bug spray. He sprays Tony with bug spray in the <laughs> eyes. Remember. <laughs> right, he the, he sprays the bugs, bug eyes in his um, you know, the bug spray in his eyes, and, and the way and the way he it just goes on to total hate. Like, and then finally, he's slamming his head on the on the ground over and over again until he just stops moving. He kills him, you know. And it's like that was that was a pretty intense, scene, right? Man. <laughs> that was this is and the, then best. This is the best. <laughs> comes over. Me too. <laughs> this is my favorite part, though. This is actually my favorite thing. This is the icing on the cake. Christopher comes over. He goes, whoa, what the, the fuck? So that was his first response. And then as they're chopping him off into pieces, goes, I didn't know the way his fucking head falls, wig. it sounds like a fucking bowling ball. It's like, <laughs> boom. <laughs> right? In a bowling ball Speaking of a bowling ball, they actually put his head in a bowling ball bag. That was great, man. That was great. And, and his, just the way... Because they show Ralph's it was. head, they show his face, like what when they're holding it. Yeah, so it's cool, man. That that was a cool. Yeah, scene, they do for sure. It was funny. <laughs> you know what's funny though? Once I found out that he actually did have a wig, I was actually trying totally to see if I noticed it. it. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. everything. And it's weird because before before you knew about the wig, you, you because even at the but then right. after you knew about it, you're like, oh shit, he really is wearing a fucking wig the whole time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah right. But, yeah, that's actually how that part ends. But, like I said, there's a lot more stuff Man, I want to actually dive into on, on and one, things like that because I do want to get into the... the dog scene. That's great. <laughs> we do. For sure. We do because that was hilarious. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we have some bad humor. I'm going to be honest. 
But also, too, I want to touch on this, though, real quick about Ralphie's son. This is also, don't forget, this is also the season where he's just going to be a vegetable, Ralphie's son is, because he actually got a bowing arrow stuck in his eye because his friend winds up having an accident where he sh- shoots the arrow, arrow, and then the arrow lands yep. on his son, in his son's eye. Right. And everything. All right, so that's pretty much it for our Talking Soprano Season 4 Part 1 review. Get ready for our Talking Soprano, well, our Mafia Talks Monday of the oh, Talking yeah. of the Sopranos for Season 4. Oh, man. Man, this always, is always, always a blast to be talking about the Sopranos with you. All right, well, anyways, guys. That's going to do it for for tonight's podcast. Another thing, guys, I'm actually taking a little small break because of the Christmas holiday. I do have a Christmas episode dropping on December 24th, so you guys can actually enjoy that. It's actually a Jingle All the Way review starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm doing that. And then, of course, you're going to end up getting this one as you're listening to it right now. So you're going to get that one tonight, and then tomorrow you're actually going to be getting the interview I did with an independent pro wrestler that I did uh tonight as well so go ahead and stay tuned for all that stuff if you guys want to you guys don't have to if you guys want to go ahead and donate towards the show go to the gofundme page listed in the show notes below also too we're also sponsored by audible go ahead and get your 30-day trial and go on ahead and get some good recordings for your books and then we also have a page for all movie news it's www.movieloversunite.com and of course, we have a Facebook page that's been running since 2013, and that's Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite. And you can also follow us on Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite on Instagram, and also, of course, <clears throat> on Twitter, Movie Lovers Unite. And well, as a matter of fact, it's actually called Movie Lovers Unit. And then you can follow me at John DiGorio8. We also have a Pinterest, Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite. And always until next time, bye bye. Have a merry and great Christmas, and I'll see you guys on Saturday when uh, we're actually when Charlie Winman and 